Culture Proof is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. If you've come to homeschooling or you're thinking of homeschooling to preserve a solid biblical worldview in your children, you should consider the curriculum we trust to help with biblical worldview formation. BJU Press Homeschool is here for you and with you as you center Christ in the education of your kids. Visit our friends today at BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com, the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof Podcast. Thanks for listening to Culture Proof. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And this is a part two of our sit down with our brother, Sammy Hudson, who is the author of the book, I Am Inadequate, A Journey of Faith at the Refuge. We're talking about um, what the Lord does in the life and in the heart of those who are willing to submit to his call and and understanding that submitting to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and agreeing um, to follow him as he fulfills his plan in the earth doesn't mean that you don't face obstacles. It doesn't mean that the enemy doesn't attack that because he does, Mm. but we always enjoy the blessing of obeying the Lord, of following him, even when it's difficult, even when it's tough. And we kind of left off there in the last episode. And we want to pick up with that year um, that everyone in the world will always remember, 2020. Mm. I mean, Mm. because if you're following the Lord and you follow him into setting up a camp (laughs) where people gather together, right. Within yeah. six feet of space, like <laughs> right, you hit twenty twenty, and all of the world says, "Don't do that." Mm. Now, right. what happened, Sammy? Take us back to twenty twenty. Yeah, so it was a very critical year for us because we um, we were kind of at a at a tipping point. We were either going to do well and uh, and continue to grow, or we 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 were going to die because we didn't have a lot of money in the bank at the time. We were still very young, mm. and um. But we had invested a lot into our infrastructure, um, and so we we thought, okay, we can um, maybe we can make it through a few months, and and we didn't think um, twenty twenty would be the year that it was. So on March twelfth, everything went crazy in our country, right? And um, two weeks, it, it only took two weeks for our full calendar to get completely empty. Um, and so now we're looking at a camp which we're having to maintain, whether people are here or not. Um, I have a full-time staff of five that I want to continue to keep on because they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we didn't know how long this was going to last. And so we made one big decision. We decided we were going to continue with summer camp regardless. And luckily we were in a state that we could make that decision. Mm. Um, it wasn't made for us. Yeah. So that was a big deal. So um, we, we narrowed it down to five weeks. Um, but during staff training, one of our leaders who had been with us for several years as a counselor said he wasn't feeling very well. And he came in and said, look, I, I was just at a graduation party with a friend and he just called me and said he tested positive for COVID. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, because all week we had been training together, which means we're doing challenge course together. We're mm-hmm. doing CPR first aid together. We're in close quarters. And, um, and so I sent him home, sent him to get tested and he called back two days later and said, I, I've COVID. And, and so then I had to tell our whole team, mm. you know, we've all been exposed. Um, and this was on Friday, Monday, campers were supposed to come in. Mm. Our, first, our first week of camp was on Monday. And so not only did I have to go tell our staff that we'd all been exposed, but now I had to call every parent 
um, of, uh, that had children come to the camp and tell them that we're sorry, we've, we've been exposed. We can't have camp. Um, and so that was a, a pretty hard time, but a couple of things came out of that one. I was, I was blown away by, by people. Um, there really are some incredible people in the world that we live in. Almost every one of those parents said, we're going to give you our, um, child's week of camp, the finances for that. Wow. We're going to be praying for you. Wow. And, um, and so, and then we decided as a staff that we were all going to stay here because we were all exposed and, um, and we ended up having, having six, uh, people test positive throughout the ordeal. Um, myself included. And we walked through that journey, um, of this was before they, you could get any kind of medicine. This mm-hmm. they didn't have any, just kind of like, okay, take Tylenol and, right. uh, and bear with it. Um, and so, but it was incredible to walk through that with the, with the, that team. Um, so that was one big setback. We want to tell you about something exciting happening in 2024. Yes. It's the first ever Culture Proof Conference. Yes, Culture Proof Conference happening in Bartlett, Tennessee, July 11th through the 13th, right outside of Memphis. And it's going to be a great time. So save those dates and get ready for the Culture Proof Conference. That's right. Everything that you've come to expect from the Addison's attention to what's going on in the culture, attention to our kids, attention to families, attention to ministers. Like we're going to talk to pastors about what is going on. And so we're really excited that Pastor Taren Dames is going to be there Mm -hmm. um, talking about how we can actively respond to the attacks on our kids in the public education education system. What can we do as a church family to respond? That's just one component of the Culture Proof Conference 2024. Another Mm -hmm. component. Yes, we're going to have Dr. Kathy Cook. She is a favorite. Man, she has a lot of wisdom to drop on families, on parents and children alike. And and you don't want to miss her. No, Abraham Hamilton III is also going to be there. And of course, if Abraham Hamilton III is there, that means his wife, Maria Hamilton I (laughs) and only, is also going to be there directing our Culture Proof Kids track. That's right. We are giving attention to our kids because we cannot afford to ignore them any longer. Speaking of our youth. Yes, we can. Can't forget about the teens. We're going to have the Culture Proof teens with Mark and Amy Warren. They'll be back. They'll be ready to go. It's going to be a great time. Teaching apologetics, equipping our kids to resist those cultural trends that rival the truth. We are excited, new and improved. Not only will there be main sessions, but there are also going to be smaller, more intimate breakout sessions where yes. you get to really ask your questions and get equipped. You can show up with your entire family, and we want to meet you there. More information is going to be out soon so make sure you stay connected because we'll be rolling that out registration will happen in february Mm -hmm. and so you don't want to miss that it's the culture proof conference and why because when we resist those cultural trends that rival the truth we remain culture proof i want to share with you what god did in the middle of that year that blew us away in October, after the summer, we were driving into the camp and a, an older couple was leaving the camp and they said, we want to make a donation. Where can we leave a donation to the camp? And I shared this story with you all. So um, and I said, well, we would love to talk with you about that. And so they came and showed them, gave them a tour of the camp. And she went to her car and she came back and she brought $800 in an envelope to us. I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is really cool. Thank you so much. And she said, but after hearing your vision, you need more money. And I'm like, well, God keeps providing. 
Um, one thing people need to understand about the refugees, we don't take on debt. Mm-hmm. So we don't owe anybody anything. And, um, yeah. and so they, they, they came back uh, two days later with two envelopes with cash in them, $5,000 in each envelope. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is crazy. I don't even really know you all. Um, wow. you, they've been to the camp one time before, but I had never met them. They came through with another group, but I'd never personally met them. And so uh, I, I was blown away. And the, the, the lady, her name um, was Kathy. She said, what are you going to do with this? I'm just curious. And I said, well, let me show you the plans that we have for our treehouse. Mm. It's going to be a craft hut. It's also going to be used for small group space. And we want to build it so that kids have a place that's air conditioned in the summer, but it's also heated in the winter that small groups can gather, but that we can also do crafts during the summer. And we want to slide going out of the back of it for the kids. And she's like, that sounds really cool. And then she said this as she walked out of the door. She said, let me know how much it costs. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I went uh, and got the, the, the calls for the plans. It took me about two weeks. She actually called me before I could call her back wow. wanting to know. And I said, I just found out. And at that time, it was before the, the spike in the prices of everything. Sure. She said, uh, I, I told her, I said, the, the estimated price is about $53,000, which um, in the world we live in today doesn't seem like a whole lot. It's just a treehouse, but a $53,000 treehouse is pretty cool. Sure. <laughs> and, um, and so she, she, she said, well, give me a moment. And she, she talked to her husband. And she came back maybe 30 seconds later. And she said, we're going to pay for that. Wow. <laughs> so, so they came to the wow. camp with a... With, Check this out with a brown paper bag <laughs> full of cash. That's crazy. Okay. And she gave it to me. And I'm like, okay, so now I got to ask questions because I can't take this money to the, the brown paper bag. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to like red flags are going off everywhere. And so I'm like, I got to have a story to tell. And she says, she says, well, my brother passed away and he left me everything mm. and I don't have to worry about money anymore. And he did very, very well. Mm. He made, he, he, he found worth in life from how much money he could make. And we, we went, when we went to clean out his house, this is the money we found in his sock drawer. <laughs> wow. And I was like, <laughs> Whoa, man. And, um, and, and so I was like, well, thank you. Um, and thank your brother Vinny for leaving money. <laughs> in the sock drawer. Um, oh. But, but she, she, uh, she was so sweet in her demeanor and she just, um, it, it blew me away with her kindness and her generosity. Yeah. But I share with folks, look in, in the middle of everything, you just, you don't know when God's going to empty out a sock drawer hmm. into what you're doing. And, um, and so we were able to continue developing and building in the middle of a pandemic. Hmm. Wow. We, we still didn't have any income. So this is the last of the 2020. Uh, I'll share this, this thought. I share it in the book. We didn't know what to do. Our mission here is to share and model the hope of Jesus. That's who we are at our core. Um, regardless of what we do, that's, that's the way we're going to do it. That's our culture. And so uh, we decided, I sat down with our group, our staff, and I said, what if we did a Christmas light show where people could drive out and they could see um, lights around the camp and find out about who we are? Mm. And we won't charge anything, but it's just donations. Well, they, they thought that was kind of crazy. And remember, <laughs> if you remember the last episode, crazy is where God does his work the best. <laughs> and so um, so they said, well, what is it going to take? And, and they said, are you talking about this December? Because it's October now. 
And I'm like, well, yeah. And well, do we have any lights? I said, well, no. Um, do we have power around camp? Nope. Um, <laughs> how's it going to work? I don't know. So we began to figure out all the things that needed to be done. And then we began to pray about those things. And, and long story short, God put together a light show. But here, here's the one thing that changed everything. My wife sat at the table. She said, this doesn't need to be just a light show. It needs to share Jesus. Our mm -hmm. mission is to share and model Jesus. And so when you drive into our light show, it begins with creation. It goes through the fall all the way through the, the, the birth of Jesus um, to the stories of Christ, to the Last Supper, to the cross, and to the resurrection. So when you drive through, you get to read on old pallets about the story as they come to get come to life mm. in light. And so when we came up with the name Lights at the Refuge, we changed the name. We took off the S in Lights, and it simply became Light at the Refuge. Mm. There's so much deeper thought in that. Yes. Um, and we really get hit to, hit to the point that really this place is about Jesus. And so we had 13 nights scheduled and we didn't know if anybody would come. We, we had a donation. So we share with somebody that said, look, here's $10,000 have at it. If you can make something happen, God bless you. And so we didn't even know if we would get $10,000 back out of, out of it. We, we put the word out and, and the first night we had 104 cars show up and we were blown away. We we're like, wow, this is really cool. In the 13 nights total, we had 5,700 cars. Oh, my goodness. And so that averages out to be close to $500, 500 cars a night. Wow. And in those 13 nights, there were $67,000 given in donations. Wow. But let me Wait, tell did you, you say, I, did you say 67,000? Yes. Wow. In donations. Let me tell you what happened. I was, I was blessed to be at the end when people would stop and get and come to the end. We have to pause to let traffic in because we only had one road. Several people would get out of the car. And remember, this is during COVID. This was before the vaccine had come out. People were afraid. Movie theaters weren't open. Restaurants weren't open. So if people could do this. They could stay in their cars. They could drive through as a family. But people were getting out of their cars in their mask, and they were coming up and hugging us and saying, this is what the world needs right now mm. and so we were just blown away um and my most favorite part about the light show was sitting in the darkness as i could see the cars going through and i would hear the kids with their windows rolled down reading the scripture off the side <laughs> as they would come through and wow. i and i and i kept telling myself it does not come back void it doesn't come back void it doesn't mm. come back void they were leaving with truth Amen. and um Amen. and so they may not even even be able to put the the concepts together but the gospel is being shared in lights. This is our fourth year doing that now, but that started out of the unexpected turns that I share about in the book. And, um, and even once again, you just realize how big God is and how little we really are in this process to following him. And it's okay to say, God, I can't do it, but I'm going to trust you to do it. Amen. Amen. So wow. Sammy, the, the light show is going on. Is it going on now at the refuge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We just had our first weekend. Yep. And, and when will that run? And let our listeners know, um, maybe give your website address so they can maybe plan a family outing um, if they're yep. in the area and they can drive through. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so our website's NC, like North Carolina, ncrefuge.org. It's very simple. And you can find out information there. It's still free. You can drive through. <laughs> and, and if you want to make a donation, you can. This year we've added wagon rides and horse wagon rides. Um, 
the people book those in advance and they're they're pretty much full at this point but but you can drive your car through and enjoy the light show it, it really is beautiful it's every thursday friday and saturday up till christmas mm, that's wonderful that's and, wonderful yes yeah, it's an experience Okay, Sammy. So the book is I Am Inadequate, Journey of Faith at the Refuge. And where can our listeners get a copy? Yeah, so it's available at Amazon, uh, also at Barnes & Noble. You can find it there. If you type in my name, Sammy Hudson, S-A-M-M-Y-H-E-D-S-O-N, uh, it'll pull it up. Uh, because I, Evidently, I'm the only person with that name that's something <laughs> out of places. And, um, and so it comes right up. It's real simple. Um, but my hope is that people will see Jesus in the book. That's mm-hmm. the goal. Um, if they remember my name after reading the book, they've missed the point. I mm. want them to is, and um, and it's it's whew, my heart is just opened up in the book. That's mm-hmm. that's where where it is. You know, I've I've shared this story before, but I want to share it again because it's so important to me that our listeners understand. Um, I guess what we are enamored by, right? We are enamored by Christ in his followers. You know what I mean? Like to see the Lord um, formed in other believers and to see what that looks like expressed. And that's what we have gathered from you and from Destin, from your team there at the refuge that not only is Christ formed in you, but you want to see Christ formed in the kids and the adults, those who come to the refuge. It's just so impactful to see. And one of the things that um, I will never forget uh, just this past summer um, is, man, we had a tough night there. One of our one of our last nights at the refuge where we were talking about some of these major cultural issues and trying to culture proof our kids. That's what we were trying to do. Um, what does the Bible say? What does the world say? Um, and, and one must go. And I, man, just that night was really rough. It was rough for me presenting, but it was also rough, I would say, for the intercessors, for those who were praying for the kids. And and Sammy, you were one of those um, intercessors that night. And I will never forget this because as the kids grew um, obviously uncomfortable, especially as we talked about sexual identity and human sexuality, it's very difficult when you've received a bunch of messages from the culture and from the world, and then you filter that through a biblical lens, and then you have to shave off the lies. There's a paradigm shift, and people's worlds get rocked, and many of the students um, grew obviously uncomfortable, and they would get up. They were shifting in their seats. There were a few of them who got up and bolted. There are uh, uh, two bathrooms in the main meeting house. What's the name of that house? The orchard? Orchard house, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the orchard house. And um, there are two bathrooms there. And you could tell that these students were getting up and they were looking for an escape. And, and they didn't need to use the bathroom, but they needed yeah. to use the bathroom, right? Because they needed an yeah. escape. And um, man, I believe the Holy Spirit allowed you to discern that. And I looked over and, um, and you were standing against the wall with your hands, almost like between both of those bathrooms, just praying for those students. Mm -hmm. And Sammy, that is just seared in my mind because that's the thing, right? That's the thing that, um, it's not on a billboard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the thing that you can't put on a website like that. That is who you are. And that is your love for the Lord and your love for the kids who come to the refuge. It matters where they spend eternity. It matters what they know about who Jesus really is, not something that's been repackaged. And it's, it's obvious to me 
that the Lord has um, raised up the refuge for this time. Mm -hmm. And not only do we see the results of that now, and I kind of want to talk about some of that before we uh, wrap up this conversation, but we see the results of that happening in the lives of kids and adults who come out to the refuge, but we also see it in the way that the Lord has provided. So many of these stories, while they are captivating and they are fascinating, the thing that moves me most is that they are attached uh, to the certainty of God's will that this is what I want to happen. And so whatever God wills, he provides for, right? Like build the temple. Well, how are we, the Lord will provide, right? right. Build the, do what I said, and I'm going to take care of the rest. So Sammy, tell us over the years, um, some of the testimonies that you've seen come out of some of the campers and some of the events that you guys have had at the refuge. Yeah. So, well, really quickly, this is why we partner with you because the culture is, is, is for too long taking our kids captive. Mm. And so we see kids coming here with really hard stories. Mm. I mean, uh, from being abused in their own home, mm-hmm. uh, to being lied to by the world. Certainly we're all lied to by the world, but so confused on which way is up or down. And so when you share truth and, and that there is a moral foundation in the Bible, there's a, there's a truth in the Bible that doesn't change mm-hmm. and you get to share that with them. They're, they're, um, they're like, why hasn't anybody, anybody ever told me this before? Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm like, I don't know, but now you have been told mm-hmm. and, um, and they grasp it. They're thirsty. They're hungry. That's right. Um, and so we, um, we, we get thank you notes from kids and from kids, parents, because oftentimes there are parents that want the best for their kids they don't know how to share it or they don't feel equipped biblically to share it in a way that, um, that makes sense to their kids. And so that's why this place exists. These, these miracle stories aren't uh, in developing the refuge aren't so that we can just have a a grand camp that's built very well. Hmm. That's not really why we're here. This is a tool, but, but the tool that we have allows us, to better share the gospel of Christ Amen. Um, to kids. And so, um, so that's why I feel like God has blessed us in a lot of ways, not because we are great within ourselves, but because we, we trust that this place is his mm. and that his word is what needs to be shared and not our own. Amen. And so um, that's why we partner with, with you all. That's why we, we do want to culture proof these kids because the culture has won the battle for far too long. Mm. And, um, and the Bible is sufficient. We don't have to go outside of it Amen. to give, um, to give a word of truth. Uh, we, we don't, we don't need to supplement it with things that we feel like, wow, we, maybe if it was shared some way, other way we could, we could give them truth. No, this is the Bible gives us everything we need. Amen. And, um, and so, and I, you guys challenge me all the time because I do, there's another way I feel inadequate when you, y'all share so passionately and, um, and, and I, I'm learning and growing as we all are, but, um, I love your conviction when you share truth, um, to these kids. And that's why I, I get so excited for y'all to come and we bring others in as well at different yes. times of the year. 
but can I let me let me say something just to just to echo that I want to encourage our listeners to go to ncrefuge.org because they can learn about your schedule they can learn about the different camps that you're hosting um I think the culture now correct me on this if I'm wrong Sammy but the culture proof camp this year is for our teens but you guys have camps for campers of all ages all throughout the year um and yep. in the summer as well and so um I just want to encourage our our listeners to go to ncrefuge.org and check that out. Um, Look, there are very few people, and this is unfortunate. I I just want to say this. This is unfortunate. There are very few people that you can just like 100% vouch for. You know what I mean? Like you kind of have to work with them to know if we are of the same mind, right? If, if, (laughs) I mean, and it's sad, but, but it's just reality. And so 100% we vouch for the refuge because we know Sammy and Desta, like we know their team. We've been there. Our kids have been there and we know what the heart and we know what the aim is. We see the care. We see the involvement. We see the connection to these kids that it's not just um, show up and have a great time, which, by the way, they will. They mm-hmm. yeah. they will have a great time. Right. Our kids can vouch for that as well. But it is show up and be transformed. Show up and come and discover who Christ designed you to be. And man, we just can't love that enough. So I just want to encourage our listeners to go to ncrefuge.org to learn more about how you can not only get your kids involved in this incredible ministry, but maybe you want to support it. Maybe it's something the Lord is putting on your heart to help build his kingdom in this way. ncrefuge.org. And by the way, December 1st, registration opens up for camp. Okay. So that's like, that's like we're here. Okay, let's do it. And and your camp is July 21st through the 26th that you guys are coming. So we'd love to invite folks to Culture Proof Camp as well that week. I love how Sammy's like, so here's your calendar, Addisons. Since you guys don't keep up with where you're going to be in the world, here's when you're going to be in North Carolina. Okay, tell me those dates again, Sammy. <laughs> July 21st through the 26th. We look forward to it. Man, it's going to be an exciting time. I really can't wait. Sammy, I am so excited about this book. Thank you for writing it and thank you for sharing it. Thank you for um, being willing to be vulnerable. I know I keep going back to this, but that conversation we had, um, literally a round table Mm -hmm. right inside the Moses house was so impactful for what we're doing right now, Mm -hmm. the ministry of Culture Proof and um, what the Lord really, man, because the question is always this, will you trust me? Mm, will yep. will you come yeah. and see? Will you follow? Um, if I can, you know, provide for you coins out of the mouths of fish, then I can provide <laughs> oh. for you dollars in brown paper bags. <laughs> right. right. From sock drawers. From right. sock drawers. <laughs> he is the same God and he's producing the yeah. same results yeah. and we love it. All right, Sammy, before we go out of this, um, this podcast, one last encouragement from you um, to all of our listeners, those who are praying about, you know, taking those steps of faith and following the Lord. Maybe they've been, I don't know, praying for family members and and they're tempted to lose hope. Maybe they believe that the Lord has forgotten about them. Um, what might you say to them? He hasn't forgotten. Um, first of all, he is well aware of, of what you're dealing with and what you're walking through and you are not walking alone. Um, you might be like that tree. You might be sleeping you're in that first stage of development um, and maybe I've been praying about it for a long time. Remember the lady who began praying for the, the refuge. I didn't even talk to her about it until she'd been praying for 14 years. Wow. wow. So this is, this is not a journey for we, when we started in 2007, you have to back up 19 years from 2007 because it was five years in between there where we were looking for property. Wow. 
Um, and so it's, it's birthed out of prayer. Whatever you're dealing with is birthed out of prayer. And, and because God is preparing you to lead mm-hmm. or you walk into that. Yeah. And, um, and so as he, pre- he's not going to throw you into the fire until you're ready to walk with him. Mm. Um, so he does not desire for you to fail. He desires for you to succeed as he receives the glory for what you're doing. Um, and so this isn't about um, us. I know that culture proof has nothing to do with you. Mm. That, that's how I, that's, that's why I get excited about talking with you today. That's why I said, mm. yes, I would love to come and share about this. And I'm grateful that you give me the opportunity to share about the book, but culture proof isn't about you all. Culture proof is about kids coming to know the truth and mm. not just kids, but, but those who are not, not mature in their faith, who are mm. still struggling with, with things, kids like me, um, <laughs> And so you strengthen me as much as I strengthen you. Yes. Amen. Um, Absolutely. And so um, don't give up. Keep praying, but don't be afraid to walk. God will open doors that you do not see coming. I promise you he will. And you will be so overjoyed. You will not be able to contain the joy that's inside. I've had those moments where I've shouted out in joy. And you can read about some of those in the book where I've literally shouted out in downtown situations where I got calls the next day with people saying, were you shouting out to God last night out in the streets? <laughs> yes, <Wow. laughs> that was me. Um, because you can't contain the joy that comes from knowing Jesus mm. and following him. And it's a joy that flows out. You can't contain it. Mm. Awesome. Sammy, we love you so much, yes. brother. Like, yes. I'm, look, Thank look, you. we we love you. Love we you love all. Desta. We love your family. Like, we, we're grateful um, for this connection that the Lord has made. Amen. It is, man, it's made a personal mark on our life and um it's it's called us it's reminded us that man after all we're missionaries like the yes. lord has given us a mission yes. he's called us to That's impact right. culture for his glory and so i just want to publicly say thank you people might not immediately think oh sammy hudson had a hand in the addisons like being able to like hey the lord is doing this the lord is at work mm-hmm. but you really did like just even bolstering our faith and so i just want to say thank you um it had a huge impact on us the book is i am inadequate a journey of faith at the refuge and you can get it on amazon um you can 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 they go to ncrefuge.org and find the book there or uh, we will have it available here okay. um, we we're not a bookstore okay um but they can purchase it on on um Barnes and Noble or Amazon everywhere they uh, get their books that's correct yep Okay, I, I want to encourage our listeners to check that out. Might yeah. make a great Christmas gift. Maybe you'll read it as you drive through the lights. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like, no, we want to watch the lights. I know it was it was it was a bad joke. All right. Here's how we want to encourage you, as we often do. When you resist the cultural trends that rival the truth, you remain culture proof. Until next time, Lord willing. God bless.